0: And so my point of today, kind of wind up to it, is an advisor's primary value is to prepare their clients for the truth. And the truth is uncertainty.
1: Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of Your Retirement Elevated. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Scott Dugan, co-founder and managing partner of Elevated Retirement Group, serving you throughout the Kansas City metro area, but also serving clients all across the country. You can find us online by going to listen dot scottcom Scott, looking forward to today's show. You're you're joining us from the house today. You've got uh, you've got inspections coming and and getting yeah, people go. in and out of the house, right?
0: I know all kinds of, and luckily for technology, we you were prepared. And we're easily able to pivot. And yes, I'm on my Bose headset and laptop. So thank goodness for technology.
1: Your your audio isn't quite as uh, isn't quite as uh, you know beautiful as it usually Crisp. is when you when you have all the expensive equipment at the office. But that's okay.
0: We still we can still hear you, and that's what's important. Yes, I, I hope my glowing personality will come through.
1: I have to say, Scott told me why he's at home, and he I, I didn't ask him if I could say this on the show, so I'm just going to do it, uh, but he said he, he's got people coming over for a septic or a sewer inspection of some sort. Sewer inspection, so yes. You've, you've got uh, you have got all your garb on. You're going to be like dirty jobs, right? Like a micro kind of situation, jumping down in there with the guys and filming it and p- putting a special video out soon?
0: I think they said that's extra if I want to participate. <laughs> they charge tw- three times as much.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay, so it's <laughs> the, the economical choice to just let them
0: handle it. I think so. I think so. Let the the pros handle it. That's right. That's right.
1: Well, we want you to be uh, wrapped up and ready for when they arrive. So let's dive into today's topic, which I think is an intriguing one, Scott. You know, as we start to, we're not near the end of 2020 yet, but we're, we're getting closer at least. We're closer to the end than the beginning. So we can start to look back on the year as a whole in some ways. And I think one of the big takeaways and some of the ideas or thoughts that I've seen emerge from some folks, especially in the financial realm, is look at what happened in 2020. Look at what happened with the pandemic, just how delicate the economy is, how delicate the stock market is, um, how it went down in a flash, but also back up in pretty much a flash or, or very fast recovery, but is out of whack with the economy. There's just all these question marks everywhere and so much uncertainty surrounding everything. And I've seen the sentiment or the idea posed. Should we rethink this whole deal, this whole economy, and in particular, should we really rethink the role of an advisor and what they're supposed to do? I just thought that was kind of an interesting question. I'm just curious, as a financial advisor and someone who's gone through the ups and downs of this year from your perspective, what do you think about that sentiment and and what what kind of path does that lead you down? Well,
0: I think, first of all, um, 2020 has been... In a very interesting year unique for sure you know i'm i started this my quest on down this path of being a financial advisor uh, in 2001 and we just you know had our 19th anniversary of september 11th uh, i started in uh, june of that year and so right out of the gate my career took a turn and people's really foundations were were rocked when September 11th happened. So there's an example of black swan event, didn't see it coming, very low probability of something like that happening, but it did and it had consequences. Uh, We saw, you know, September 11th was that really that dot com bubble, you know, it was kind of combined in there. And that was a, you know, slow agonizing downturn. Uh, Then we bounced back. And then what did we have? We had 2008 you know, kind of a credit crisis, unprecedented, you know, property never goes down, never loses value until it does. And so we saw the shock of that. And that took a few years to wind its way through. Uh, We've had minor blips since then, and then 2020 comes around. And a lot of experts would say, you know, going into February, uh, we had a pretty strong economic foundation, uh, steadily improving. And then we had, you know, the pandemic, which was a, you know, forced shutdown. And I definitely agree that, you know, the economy can be sensitive, but I also want to also point out that it can be resilient. Uh, you know, we bounce back. You know, definitely things are not where they are. There's still things that we haven't worked our way through, and there'll, there'll be things that are continually will be popping up over time. But I think the moral of that story is, I think it all those points there were people thought that this time it's different this is the end this is not going to get better and you can look at history and that's been said many 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 times you know this time it's different we're never going to recover from it and so i would just say that you know times are can be tough times can be uncertain but if history repeats itself which it does We all, we have cycles of life. We have cycles of business and economies. And, you know, we we will continue to to grow forward, but it's not gonna be without bumps. And so my point of today kind of wind up to it is an advisor's primary value is to prepare their clients for the truth. And the truth is uncertainty. And so I would suggest to people listening today is that, You know the primary job is to prepare you for the certainty of uncertainty and I don't know what's going to happen now if you're listening here it's probably appropriate for you to expect that I have educated guesses and your advisor has educated guesses and I know I do and hypotheses are educated guesses but they're still guesses so I don't know what's going to happen for certain what I do know is a good advisor can prepare you for whatever happens, such that whenever you need money, for whatever reason, there'll be a smart place to get it. And that's what scares people the most in times of uncertainty is, are they gonna be okay? And are they gonna have a place to take money from in time of need? And so really, whenever you need money, no matter what's going on in the world, you should be able to call me, my office, other advisors, and we'll have a smart place to get that money from, you know, no matter what it is. And that will help me help you make a rational decision, even though you might think the sky is falling and the world is coming apart. So I want to tell you, we'll be ready. We've been ready time after time after time. It's just the circumstances that cause the uncertainty differ. And 2020, we have a pandemic We have a global shutdown that was all agreed upon, and we're having consequences from that, but we're trying to work our way out of that. So really, we just want to be ready for the financial implications of not being healthy. Uh, We want to be ready for the implications of being healthy or living a long time. We want to be ready for the markets being up or the markets being down. And so no matter what happens, if you need money, we'll have a smart place to get it.
1: Well, it's kind of like the concept of uh, of insurance in many ways, with the way that you approach investing. I'm not saying the use of insurance products or anything like that, but just the idea of kind of planning for the rainy day, planning for the worst, hoping for the best, planning for the worst. Is that kind of how you build your financial plans? With that mentality of let's let's stress test your financial situation. Let's put it through a pandemic. Let's put it through you know some sort of wilder situation like this, and make sure that your financial plan can weather these kinds of storms. It sounds like that would probably be important to you um, given that your job is to, to deal with all this uncertainty that's out there.
0: Yes. Yeah. And, and we can't predict everything, but we can, like you said, run scenarios and say, what if this happens, you know, how would your retirement plan hold up? And you've heard me say this many, many times. It's usually not what ha- happens to you. It's how you react to what's happening, and so kind of bringing that back to you know that example of you know when you get scared, you know when you get freaked out, and when you call me, I'll just say to you, hey, dear, you might remember that I said I don't know what the future will bring, and I'm not here to predict the future. I'm here to prepare you for it. And so even though I didn't predict the recent volatility, the pandemic, I did prepare you for it. I did prepare you for it so if you need money today let me know because we've got a smart place to get it so they don't, don't have to make irrational emotional decisions we don't have to make decisions that are not in your best interest we'll be ready to help you make logical fact-based decisions
1: it's that, uh, that framework of logical choices, but also taking into account people's emotions, opinions, and, um, you know, kind of their dreams and goals that you always kind of deal with that clash between all those elements.
0: Absolutely. And, and the battle is between our ears. I mean, I'm, I'm no different. Our clients are no different. You know, and, and human psychology doesn't evolve that quickly. And we're either attracted to things that give us pleasure. were repelled by things that give us pain and those are two big driving forces and those forces you know make people make decisions and be a perfect example of making an emotional irrational decision would be if you if you go backwards in time and you look at the time frame when you know donald trump was elected the president there were some people that feared that the end this is it there is no way that the economy the stock market the country will be able to continue to operate and there were people that panicked because of emotion and went to cash and some of those people because I've spoke with them have been in cash the entire presidency
1: oh wow they've missed they've missed some of the largest increases of all time basically
0: yes and and I'm not being political here, but but no party has a lock on returns in the market, you know, or driving the economy. And so our job is to prepare you for the what-ifs of life. And if that would have been one of our clients, because these are folks that I've met after the fact, you know, we talk about these things. You know, if this happens, how do you think you're gonna react? And most of the time, if we run through those scenarios and we make sure we've got a sound decision-making process, we've got a strong set of questions to ask ourselves to determine what we're considering, is it truly in our best interest? That gives stability, that gives some predictability in, in our lives. And so it, we've got to be just prepared for those things. And now that retirement, we're living longer, retirement's lasting longer, That means your exposure to certain events increases. You know, you hear me talk about my grandfather a lot. He's 96. Well, he's been retired since age 62. You know, that long retirement exposes you to what? Ups and downs in the market. How many cycles can you go through, you know, in a 30 plus year retirement? What happens to taxes? What happens to interest rates? A longer retirement, could you be exposed to more health issues, you know? you know, the longer that we retire the more stressors we may potentially have and the more we need our money to provide for us and so that's why having a good financial plan that is flexible and will give us what we need to do what we want that's a real solid key to having a successful retirement
1: i feel like um, you know we have this recency bias that plays into it as well scott because there's certainly a, this idea that the world's sort of falling apart this year in 2020, certainly one of the more more stressful years that we've had. But how quickly we forget what it felt like on September 11th and then September 12th and 13th and the days and weeks that followed and the uncertainty uh, that existed then. Of what the next day would bring. Would there still be a United States the next day? I remember th- I remember thinking that mm, as a sure, kid. I, my my sure. mom's talked about that. I think we all have our stories. But you could go back and, you know, it, it, World War Two is is probably not resonating with us as much as it does the previous generation. We don't know what it felt like on on Pearl Harbor, um, the, the Cuban Missile Crisis. I mean, there's so many different things that we can point to throughout history. It wears off a little bit, and uh, not to be cliche, but those who, you know, um, don't know, don't learn their history are doomed to repeat it, and unfortunately, that's the, that's the same thing that kind of ma- manifests itself in the financial world. If we don't understand financial history, we repeat the same mistakes as others in the past.
0: Absolutely, and I think perfect example of what you're talking about, I've listen, listened to a lot of Audible books. And uh, there's a gentleman named uh, Dan Carlin. He does a podcast called Hardcore History. Yeah,
1: I'm a big Dan Carlin fan.
0: Yeah, Well, his book, The End is Always Near. I don't know if you've read that.
1: I haven't, but I'm adding it to my Audible list right now.
0: (laughs) But it's amazing because he just goes throughout time and talks about, well, you remember when we thought this was the end? Well, how about this time? How about the time before that? How about the 700 times before that i mean this is human nature you know to think that you know that this is it this time it's different and I, again not I, I never get political on on any of my my discourse but i would say uh, we were talking to our neighbors recently and he said you know we we had we have a great little neighborhood we know i can tell you who lives in every house you know, within two blocks down and two and a block over. And we have a great community. And I think by and large, uh, the Kansas City area is a pretty awesome place. I've I've lived a lot of places, have friends around the world, uh, all over the country. And this isn't bad here. And I think what you're seeing going on in parts of the US, things are actually pretty good here. And so I would just kind of say to kind of get our bearings is that we really need to think what's really going on out there? Is it as bad as the media would lead us to believe? Um, And I I don't, I don't think that it is yes, we're in a, a tough situation because of the pandemic, it's a tough situation where you can't go to work, you know, your kids are finally getting back to school, you know, your your friends and business owners that are struggling. You know, some of our favorite restaurants aren't coming back. You know, that's sad to see, you know, someone's business just evaporate and them not being able to financially hold on. But at the same time, there's going to be rebirth out of that. And there's going to be things that change for the better. And, you know, sometimes it takes a jolt, you know, to the system for it to reset and to hopefully make improvements. And I know we've got a lot of, a lot of rhetoric bouncing around of how how bad the u.s is and, and i don't know I've, i i talk to a lot of people a lot of clients that live in multiple parts of the country i got to tell you most of them don't have that uh, experience fortunately for them now there's always things that are issues and need to be improved upon i think we always need to make progress you know and to become better a lot of things uh, but i also think we've it's probably important that we don't forget where we come from, you know, and, and to kind of bring it all around, you know, there's always times that it feels like the sky is falling and things are uncertain. Um, and it's the, it's going to be darker and lights never coming back. Um, but if we look at history, it's, it's always been, we've come out of things stronger and better. And I think that when you're, in investing for the long-term for retirement, that you have to have optimism in life in general, that things can improve, things can get better, we can be better, we can get better. Uh, I think that being a realist, not delusional, but being optimistic is pretty key to interjecting certainty and stability in your life.
1: So Scott, let's project forward a little bit and all that is uh, certainly well said. Let's project forward a couple of weeks. We've got an election coming up. A lot of people, if folks were nervous in 2016 of the future, I think even more so this year, just with everything else that's happened, whether, whether the pandemic occurred or not, I still feel like we'd be kind of in that same situation, uh, maybe a, a little bit less chaos out there. But um, I think we would still see a lot of the same issues we are right now, just being a normal election year, plus uh, the, the current division that we have out there. So what do you, what do you say uh, looking forward instead of just the looking back? What do you say now looking forward these next two we- few weeks? If somebody's thinking, uh, should I go to cash? Should I sell everything? Um, you know, sh- should I pause everything? Should I do nothing? You know, people just have lots of question marks. I think with what to do, not only emotionally but also uh, physically with their with their dollars at this time.
0: Sure, and, and it's a great question, I and mean, it goes back to you know we need to understand first and foremost. What our resources are and ultimately what we need our resources to do for us to live the life we want and we most of us need a tiny fraction of our savings on an annual basis to live so if we've saved a million and a half dollars for retirement most of us need you know three four percent of that per year to get access to it to make their ends meet so if we plan to have a smart place to take money from we probably need some cash right Uh, easy access liquid safe we probably need some funds that are more conservative more about capital preservation for the midterm and then we've got longer-range dollars which if we have a a portion of money we may not access or need for the next 20 years you know we, we probably can invest that differently than the money you need to buy your groceries with next week. And so that's about making sure you know what you need from your money. Can it give you what you need? You need to make investment choices that get you closer to those goals. And you've got to have a solid plan that works in any economy. You know, we can't just pin it on, you know, one thing. We've got to be prepared for, you know, a rising market. We've got to be prepared for occasional declining market. We need to be prepared for a volatile market. And that comes back to being prepared for the certainty of uncertainty and knowing it's gonna happen, but knowing we made plans for it and you've got access to capital in a smart place and there's no need to panic or make bad decisions. And I think that's what I would say is that, yes, we've got a contested election coming up. You know there's gonna be controversy. Let's not be surprised when that happens. Uh, but I'll tell you, no matter who wins, um, like I said, half the population is going to be unhappy. And but I do know that the economy still needs to go, going you know, keep going. You know, people need to go to work, people need to buy things and consume things. And just remember that politics and policy are two different things. What is said on the campaign trail uh, doesn't always come to fruition. Uh, once we're in office so I think we'll see what happens and if we need to make adjustments over time we will make those adjustments but they're not going to be knee-jerk emotional reactions they're going to be well thought-out plans of action that we make sure that it puts our clients in a better place than they were before and again we'll know shortly hopefully after the election and then we'll start to make plans and as we go into the 2021 we'll see what unfolds from tax policy from economic policy and we'll just have to navigate through that just like we have or i have for the last 19 years through good times and bad all different political parties in office the fundamental things still hold true people need their retirement to generate cash flow so they can live their life that's not going to change and we'll continue to make find ways to make sure people can do that at the highest probability of success as possible.
1: It's uh, well said, Scott. And I think if anybody's listening today, and the one thing to take away, if you have a plan that is not built to weather uncertainty or not built to take in uh, account uncertainty, and and I think as you said, it's got the certainty of uncertainty because it's going to happen. It's gonna happen. It is happening now. Uncertainty is, is existing in this moment and it always will. And so if you don't have a plan that can deal with that properly, uh, that should be a good trigger in your mind to get some help so that you can get a better plan in place to take all these kinds of things into account. And uh, you can get a plan, if you'd like, by talking to Scott and uh, coming in for a conversation or talking on the phone first to maybe go over your situation and see if his team might be able to help you. Uh, You can call 913-393-4724 if you've got any questions for Scott. That's 913-393-4724. And you can also go online to listen to Scott.com. That's listen listentoscott.com. And we've got re- resources for you on the site and ways to get in touch there as well. And we'll put contact information in the link of today's episode in the show notes area of today's episode. Scott, appreciate the help. Good luck with the uh, sewer inspection. And we'll uh, look forward to talking to you on the next episode.
0: Sounds great, Walter. Take care.
1: That was fun. Thanks a lot. That's Scott Dugan. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Your Retirement Elevated.
0: Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.